Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book of mind at play, how Claude Shannon invented the information age. We are in the information age and the internet has made our lives very convenient. It allows us to do many things without even leaving our home, like pursuing a degree, writing a report for our work, buying groceries, ordering takeaways, and chatting with our friends thousands of miles away in a virtual face-to-face video call. We have now got used to all the benefits and ease that the internet brings to us. However, it was impossible to send a text from the United States to the UK only decades ago. For a long time, Long-distance communication in a quick and reliable way had been far from practical until Claude L. Wood Shannon founded the groundbreaking information theory. It was Shannon and his information theory that laid the foundations for our age of the internet and information as well as our convenient and comfortable lives today. Many of you might not be very familiar with the name of Claude L. Wood Shannon, but everyone has been blessed by the internet and information technology he brought to the world. So how did Shannon lay down the cornerstone of the information age? How did he discover the essence of information and develop information theory? What can we learn from his genius and achievements? If you are curious about these questions, this book A Mind at Play will provide you with detailed and insightful answers. Shannon is an American mathematician, electrical engineer, and cryptologist. He is widely renowned as the father of information theory. Shannon held a dual bachelor's degree in mathematics and engineering at University of Michigan, and he obtained a doctoral degree at Massachusetts Institute of Technology. In 1937, when he was pursuing his master's degree at MIT, the 21-year-old Shannon in his master thesis demonstrated that electrical applications of Boolean algebra could construct any logical numerical relationship. His approach paved the way for scientific circuit design. Subsequently, Shannon's thesis became widely regarded as the most important master thesis of the 20th century. Shannon is also considered as the founder of digital circuit design theory and one of the pioneers of digital computer theory. During the Second World War, Shannon made significant contributions to military technology and cryptology. In 1948, he published his groundbreaking paper A Mathematical Theory of Communication, laying the foundations of information theory in today's information age. The book A Mind at Play was written by Jimmy Sony and Rob Goodman. This book narrates the legendary life and career of Shannon, shedding light on the secrets of Shannon's achievements. Jimmy Sony has been an editor at the New York Observer and the Washington Examiner, and managing editor of the Huffington Post. He is also a former speechwriter. Rob Goodman is a Ph.D. candidate at Columbia University. He has written for Slate, The Atlantic, Politico to name but a few. This bookie will uncover Shannon's life and experience, offering an insight into Shannon's achievements. It consists of three parts. Part 1, Shannon's research in his early years. Part 2, Shannon's pioneering work on information theory. Part 3, Shannon's lifelong pursuit and driving force in research. Let's start with Shannon's early years and his personal traits. If we could go back in time, we would find that Shannon was quite an ordinary boy in his childhood. 
He did not bear any heavy pressure from his parents, neither did he show any special gifts. Actually, his older sister was more outstanding. In Shannon's memory, his older sister was a model student and the pride of his family, while he was just an average boy. Shannon's older sister loved numbers and mathematics, and she played math puzzles a lot with little Shannon. Shannon thought those math puzzles had triggered his initial interest in mathematics. Yet, little Shannon at that time might not have realized that there may have been another more important yet simple reason for his love for mathematics. Apart from their sibling rivalry, mathematics just came easily to him. It was his favorite. Moreover, mathematics allows people to cover everything with a rule and abstract general principles from facts. And Shannon loved general principles. In contrast, as he wrote in a letter to his science teacher, Shannon disliked chemistry because it had too many isolated facts and too few general principles. Shannon's taste played an enormous role in his later achievements in science. Apart from mathematics, little Shannon also fancied mechanics. He would spend hours checking the rubber of a model plane or the propeller shaft of a toy boat. He would also play with mechanical stuff all day, building intricate devices like electrical equipment and radios. He even made a makeshift elevator with his neighbor friends inside a family barn. Shannon was admitted by the University of Michigan after he graduated from high school. It was difficult for him to choose between mathematics and engineering as he liked both of them. He ended up pursuing a dual degree. This decision was essential for his success later. Mathematics shaped Shannon's ability in theory, while engineering forged his practical capability. The blend of theory and practice laid down a solid foundation for the achievements in Shannon's career as an applied mathematician. After his undergraduate days, Shannon became a master's student and an assistant at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. He joined his supervisor Vannevar Bush in the research on the differential analyzer. The differential analyzer was a type of analog machine to solve mathematical equations. It was the computer before the digital revolution, a machine that literally performed equations in the process of solving them. The work on the differential analyzer not only met Shannon's interest in mathematics and engineering, but also influenced his life and career. For the next three years of Shannon's master's study, while researching the differential analyzer he was also thinking about how to combine symbolic calculus or mathematical logic with electric circuits. Specifically, Shannon's knowledge on Boolean algebra suggested that any logical statements could be represented by symbols and equations. Shannon attempted to utilize it as a flexible and efficient solution for the complex equations in Bush's research. You might be a bit confused here. How do we represent a logical statement with symbols and equations? Let's take an example. Let's say we have the statement, all the people in London are blue-eyed and left-handed. The statement includes two properties, blue eyes and left-handedness. Therefore, we can use a symbol X to denote the property of blue eyes, and a symbol Y to represent left-handedness. Furthermore, we use multiplication to represent the logical relation of AND. Similarly, we use addition for the logical relation OR, and a simple apostrophe for the logical relation NOT. With all these symbols, the statement all the people in London are blue-eyed and left-handed can be represented as X multiplied by Y. In the same sense, another statement all the people in London are blue-eyed or left-handed is equivalent to X plus Y. 
Finally, we need to illustrate if a statement is true or false. We can use 1 to stand for true and 0 for false. Those are the base for turning logic into math. With this method, we can represent any logical statements as equations using symbols. So, how did Shannon build a link between symbolic calculus and electric circuits? The idea was to use the switches in circuits to represent 0 and 1. An on switch could stand for 1 and an off switch for 0, just like we used 1 for true and 0 for false in the previous example. By doing this, Shannon extended the true or false in Boole's logic to the on and off of switches and circuits. Additionally, the three logical relations and, or, not, were analogous to different ways of connections in circuits. For example, a connection in series was equivalent to and, while a connection in parallel is analogous to or. Shannon's discovery linked every concept in Boolean algebra to a physical component in circuits. This 21-year-old young man found something from switch boxes and relays that nobody else had ever realized. In 1937, Shannon published his work in his master's thesis titled A Symbolic Analysis of Relay and Switching Circuits. What Shannon found was highly acclaimed by the research community, as it paved the way for scientific circuit design. Before Shannon's thesis, the method for circuit design mainly relied on intuition. It required huge effort for trials and error corrections, which proved very chaotic. In contrast, Shannon's work made the circuit design a science of equations and shortcut rules. It was the first milestone in Shannon's research career. More importantly, the genius work of Shannon laid the foundations for modern computer technology. It generated a profound change in the world. Within a decade after the publication of his thesis, Digital computers were built following Shannon's principles. The digital computers at that time were driven by thousands of logical gates and 1,000 times faster than the differential analyzer. Nowadays, switches have been upgraded to vacuum tubes and then to transistors, but the principles in Shannon's master thesis are still behind every computer made. This thesis predicted the end of analog computing. But back in the 1930s, even Shannon himself could not foresee the changes that his thesis would bring to the world. He just celebrated an unusual achievement. His master thesis won the Alfred Nobel Prize for the Best Engineering Paper published by an author under 30, awarded by America's Engineering Societies. In the same year, Shannon prepared for MIT's doctoral program for mathematics, and his supervisor Bush sponsored his acceptance. Bush had worked on the differential analyzer and analog computing for 15 years. He recognized Shannon's talents but was surprised when Shannon decided to chose genetics as his doctoral dissertation project. The motivation behind was Shannon's ambition to decipher the inner logic of genes just as he had cracked circuit design. He wanted to find a special algebra for genetics to conceivably solve problems in genetics. This ambition brought him to one of the best genetics laboratories in America, the Eugenics Record Office. Shannon absorbed the knowledge of genetics at an astonishing pace from scratch. He produced works for publication in a year, namely an algebra for theoretical genetics. Shannon did find a symbolic representation for genes as he did for circuits. But regrettably, although Shannon's research method was unprecedented, most of his discoveries were actually common knowledge that had been known among biologists for two decades. Indeed, 
Shannon might have gone through all the textbooks in genetics, but the time was still too short for him to master this new area. However, there was still something valuable in Shannon's work. He had viewed the common knowledge from a new perspective. He had invented an algebraic expression to represent an entire population and all of its relevant genes. Moreover, he had proposed a set of genetic theorems to utilize his algebra. Shannon's theorems could estimate the probability that a gene would appear in an individual after several generations of mating. His findings were 5 to 10 years ahead of the field. It was an outstanding achievement with less than a year of study time. This 23-year-old young genius obtained his own original research findings in such a short time in an area he had never studied. Shannon's success could be attributed to some distinctive traits. On the one hand, he had his unique method to seek the essence of things. He was good at abstracting the commonalities in different facts and boiling them down to some models. On the other hand, Shannon always focused on the process rather than the results. It seemed he enjoyed the process of discovery but cared less about the results. After solving a problem, Shannon usually turned to a new problem immediately, just like he forgot his work on genetics after completing his doctoral dissertation. After Shannon obtained his doctoral degree, he won the National Research Fellowship to support his one-year research at the Institute for Advanced Study in Princeton. Before going to Princeton, Shannon started a summer internship in Bell Laboratories, probably the world's foremost technology company at that time. Bell Labs is renowned as where the future was conceived and designed. The research there was always the most advanced and cutting edge. The researchers in Bell Labs have invented the fax machine, laser, the solar battery, the first long-distance phone to name a few. During wartime, they improved the bazooka and discovered the power of uranium in building nuclear bombs. Their work and inventions have led to six Nobel Prizes in the 20th century. Shannon's first project at Bell Labs was Theorem on Color Coding. This project focused on optimizing the coloration of wires in the Bell Telephone Network. Due to the complexity of the Bell Telephone Network, it was crucial to find the smallest number of colors required to color the wires in the network. Shannon found a shortcut for the problem, and his solution was put into practice immediately. It was a pleasure for Shannon to see his design and discovery used in real works at Bell Labs. That's probably why Shannon enjoyed solving puzzles, like wire colorization, although the solution held less scientific significance. Before completing his work in Bell Labs, Shannon sought career advice from his supervisor Bush. Bush knew very well about Shannon's talents and abilities. He suggested Shannon to become an applied mathematician, focusing on wider areas instead of pure mathematics. Shannon took up the advice and worked hard toward this direction in later years. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.